All right. Welcome to Soul Conversation, the podcast. Welcome, welcome. We are inviting Hierarchy Aaron. He is, and there's a lot, so I wrote it down. He is a personal coach. He does yoga nedra. He does crystal jewelry, uh, EFT, tapping, lucid dreaming, and metaphysics meditation. So we're going to have a good time. What a talk we're going to have. And he's waving at me. I'm going to wave at him. And then as uh, soon as his, uh, let's see, how I'm good to do this. Adam and I invited him in. So let's get ready. Hey Sandra, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Welcome to old conversations with Sandra. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, you know, I, I had to read everything so I wouldn't forget and I still think I forgot because you really do a lot. You really, really do. You really give a, a, a wonderful, inspiring, um, and it, 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 there's more words for it, but I can't express it. Mm -hmm. I think Source wants to express it exponentially because mm -hmm. you get back. You get, you get back a lot. Thank you. I really right? appreciate it. Okay, so I have two questions. Yes, ma'am. The first question is, I want you to start and not stop. Tell us what you do, please. Okay, and I know that doesn't sound like a question, but it is within mm -hmm. because you're going to touch on every question that I would forget to, to ask. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. So I'm going to give it a go. So I am a metaphysical life coach. I help people in a variety of different ways. So I specialize in metaphysical approaches to personal development. So really, I teach people about the tools and the techniques that have helped me in my life personally. Um, I started out when I was younger. I had a lot of lucid dreaming experiences naturally. Some of my first memories are uh, of dreams. Um, so that's something that I've always been very intimately connected with. And um, so I've used that throughout my life to kind of help me shift and change. And it opened me up to a lot of other techniques and tools in this area. Um, so I help people through these metaphysical approaches, through techniques like EFT that you talked about, emotional freedom, the emotional freedom technique, through techniques like lucid dreaming and dream yoga and yoga nidra. Um, I don't believe in a one size fits all, different strokes for different folks, different people like different things. Um, so I like to break down how I approach if I'm talking about how I work in seven different areas, um, health and fitness, relationships, career, finance, personal development, spirituality, and recreation. So, you know, it just depends on what the person needs particular assistance with, but I just really try to help people come up with a plan for their transformation, uh, uh, to, have a structured systematic way of going from point a to point b and um you know teaching tools that can assist them in that approach in that in that transition 
Okay. So my first, so my very first question is because I just started uh, doing the tapping process, right? Oh, yay. How do you like it? Uh, and um, I'm going to say it's, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I, 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 it's supposed to be like an alternative to acupuncture. Mm -hmm. this, that. So um, I do, uh, I do feel very different. I feel, mm -hmm. um, I feel like I move a vibration, not mm -hmm, a, mm -hmm. but a internal vibration. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. right? Could you tell us some more about that? Because I, I'm new at it, so I wouldn't be able to give anybody a, a real good background of it. Mm -hmm. I just saw, you know, brief, uh, a brief a, a video about mm -hmm. it, and it was just actually doing it. It wasn't giving me any background about yeah. it. Yeah. So EFT stands for the Emotional Freedom Technique. It works by tapping on different meridian points in the body. So the meridians come from the traditional Chinese medicine system. And so we can think about the meridians like veins. And instead of blood flowing through the veins, this is where prana or chi or energy, different systems have different ways of calling this but the meridians are the veins through which that essence flows. Each meridian also corresponds with an organ. And so the organs hold cer certain emotional energy. So you notice like people who have anger issues tend to have issues with their heart. People who have issues with certain emotions tend to have issues with certain organs. So what you're doing when you're tapping on um, the body is your activating, you're kind of tapping on the door of the body and kind of getting that energy moving. And the specific order of the points is making the energy like cycle and move in um, a healthy way. So say a lot of people use EFT, even I'm not sure. Did you talk to yourself or use NLP while you were doing it? Yes. Or did you just tap? No, I well, I do, I do my affirmations while oh, I'm tapping. Oh, I love it. Yes, yes, yes. And also, I'm a, I'm a big fan of talking to my body about healing. Mm -hmm. When I know that there's, like, um, uh, my, my throat chakra, I know mm -hmm. it needs healing. I've got a lot of, like, uh, mucus mm -hmm. and, and actually leaving my, my body, mm -hmm. basically, from mm -hmm. a, a situation and a circumstance that I had held on to too long. Mm -hmm. And that's... Okay how I used it to, to just surrender. Mm -hmm. so, now, I don't know if I was doing it right because I started at the top here mm -hmm. and just said, um, um, uh, I am thankful and grateful that the gift of health flows through my body. Ooh. And I'm here, uh -huh. this, I do it here, uh -huh. I go here, uh -huh. here, uh -huh. and down here at the, my, my, sh my, uh, my throat. And then I go um, to my collarbone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm just, like I said, I was just following what the, the, the guy was showing. And, mm -hmm. and those meridian points, as you call mm -hmm. them, mm -hmm. were what it was a, a constant kind of, those are what I could learn the quickest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Repetitively. God, I can't say that word. I never could when I was a kid. Repetitively. Uh, okay, right? repetitively. Repetitively. Yes. There, I see. <laughs> First T and E, mm -hmm. but so 
And I noticed it, 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 it does work. I noticed that there's what used to be like stuck places where mu the mucus would be just hardened and the cough would be dry. It's starting to loosen up. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. keep doing. Yes. 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 Keep doing it. Um, so I will say the way that I learned the technique, the um, points do matter. Um, sometimes you tap on if I can't go through entire session, I may just tap right here. Or if I do just tap right here on the top of my head. If I'm in You're where I can't. Huh? You're freezing up a little. Oh, okay. There. You're better. You just froze. Now is okay? Yes. Okay. Okay, um, so the order, if you're doing a, a complete session, I feel does matter. But also, mm -hmm. there are certain times where you can't do a complete session. So in those types of situations, I like what you did in tapping on the top of your head. That is my preferred place if I'm at home. Now, sometimes, like, there have been times when I've been out in public and I just don't feel comfortable tapping the top of my head, you know? So in those situations, I'll tap the karate chop point on the side of my hand. You can oh. do this very discreetly, and no one will ever know. And you can even tap your hand on something. You don't even have to tap it with your other hand. So you can make it work for you. Um, so, but the, the, a lot of people feel the movement of the energy in various ways. I feel it, I feel in the same way that you're talking about, like a slight vibration or a sensation, internal sensation. Some people feel it as warmth, some people feel it as tingling. Um, so, but it's the movement as you begin tapping on those points and going around and around, you begin to feel the movement of that energy. Um, and I love that you use it with your affirmations. I use it with affirmations as well. I use it in like the EFT NLP process. I kind of, I kind of take people through um, when I'm talking about EFT. Um, but I use it, I think it's so useful in a variety of ways, even if you're not talking to yourself, even if you're just tapping. You know, some people may just want to tap and not talk for whatever reason. Some people may not feel comfortable talking. Some people may not have the words, you know, some people, whatever reason, you know, but it's still nice and calming and soothing, even on its own at that level. Oh, great. So, so the meditation that I, I, I actually woke up early enough for a couple of times and got to do it. Now, well, let's, uh, let me uh, back up. When I was uh, trying to find out a meditation uh, that was, was good for me, right? So of course, you know, everybody says, ask Google. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, so I, I, uh, I found a focus meditation, mm -hmm. you know, like seven. Mm -hmm. But I found focus meditation kind of, uh, you know, I focused on my, my breath, mm -hmm. my breathing, and also I focused on each part of my body, not mm -hmm. necessarily on, like, not necessarily on the foot, but the, mm -hmm. the energy within the, my foot. Mm -hmm. you know? And, and uh, that helped me get to a meditative state. I don't know if I was doing it correctly, because meditation mm -hmm. is, 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 kind of new to me. I'm new to it 
about the two-year mark. I just feel what works for mm -hmm. me. But I want to talk about what we what we did that that morning. Mm -hmm. I think it was uh, you were uh, having us engage in every part of our body, mm -hmm. but it was for a certain length of time. Mm -hmm. Was that was that what you called uh, yoga nidra? So yoga nidra. So. Yoga Nidra, we, we do engage with di different parts of the body. But if we did it in the morning, then it was probably a morning meditation. Yoga Nidra, typically I do at, in the nighttime. Okay. Um, but I think the meditation that you came to was mindfulness of breathing. Typically I do that in the morning. And I think that's the one that I saw you at. Okay. Um, sounds familiar? Sounds familiar. Sounds really familiar. And I'm... I'm connecting two different um mm -hmm. two different meditations yeah together. but we can talk about them both right <laughs> <laughs> so the mindfulness of breathing and just hey everybody i want to greet people as they're coming in hey i see radicus and rose and chris hello queen casey starseed and root to crown i don't want to ignore anybody goddess i see you all welcome welcome thank you and once again thank you sandra for having me oh thank you for receiving and coming on no problem this is a pleasure um so mindfulness of breathing so just like you said, meditation, it means a variety of things. You know, people say I meditate. That's a very general term, like saying I play sports. That can mean a, a lot of different things. Um, so the mindfulness of breathing practice, this is located in the set of practices. Um, once again, I have many names, but it's all the same thing. I call it shamatha. That's the word that I've learned for it. But I've also heard it called jine. Shamatha is S-H-A-M-A-T-H-A. Shamatha. Shamatha. Mm -hmm. Shamatha. And this means calm abiding. So a type of meditation where you're learning to settle the mind or really allowing the mind to settle itself, I think is a better way of saying it making the space for the mind to settle itself and you come to know more subtle states of mind as it begins to settle. Um, and this is done through single pointed focus. So what you're doing is instead of thinking about many things and having the mind on many things, it's about has settling the focus on one thing. And normally this thing is even just one stimulus. So for the breath that we did, the meditation that we did, um, we use the sensations of the breath at the nostrils. So right. there, mm -hmm. and so there are different, what are called objects of attention or objects of meditation. This is where you're placing the awareness or the focus. And there are different objects that work different ways for different types of people, for different types of minds, and even for different stages of meditation. What, you know, if you're particularly maybe advanced or intermediate, then you may have a certain type. And if you want me to talk about that, I can. But <laughs> I'm just trying to get to... I'd 
loving you giving an overview of of, of what you uh serve uh, the service that you provide provide not service that you provide the spiritual service that you're 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 providing because you're called to uh to you do many areas yeah you know so mm -hmm. I would love to talk about all of them, but I know we don't have enough time in the day. Yeah, we'll, we, you know, let's just, you know, let's flow and roll with it, you know, but yes. Um, so you have your different objects of attention. And mm -hmm. so they work different. This one, the sensations of the breath at the nostrils, this is the Theravada method. Mm -hmm. um, so Theravada, um, this is, uh, I don't know what to call it. I, I want to call it a sect, but maybe we'll just call it a type. We'll just call it a type because I don't know the actual word. Mm -hmm. I'm just putting it out there. So it's a type of Buddhism. They have Theravada and Mahayana are the two major groups. So the Theravada group, I'm assuming this is how their culture has interpreted the instructions of settling the focus of awareness on the breath for them they they perceive this as meaning the sensations of the breath at the nostrils hey radicus thank you i appreciate it and tiffany hey 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 yes he is, uh, he is truly amazing thank he is endlessly amazing <laughs> <laughs> thank you all. i so appreciate it um so you're settling the focus there and you're leaving it there um, and the instructions are very simple. Now, simple does not mean easy. It's, does it, it's not easy by any means, but that's really what you're doing. Um, so the way that this one works is because this area is so small, you have to really be focused. The, it makes the focus become very sharp when you do this technique because this area is so small and it's easy for your mind to get lost and pulled away in a thought, in a memory, in a sensation, in an emotion. It doesn't matter. That will pull the mind away. Holding the mind here at this very small space means that the attention must be very sharp. And then as the mind settles, the breath changes. So the breath becomes more subtle. So there are what we can call 10 stages of shamatha. There are different models. And this one, the 10 stages of shamatha. In the final stage, the breath can hardly be detected at all if they would even say a being is probably not breathing. There's no breath there. Um, there's no they would not even be able to see anything or hear anything. A train could be rushing past them and they would never, ever, ever know because they're in this complete state of absorption. Um, so, but taking it back, when we're focusing on the breath here and as the mind really begins to settle, the breath becomes very short, very faint. So to f keep the mind focused there even then, when the breath has become even more subtle, that means the attention must be even more sharp. So this type of meditation creates a mind that is very sharp, that is very focused, but it's not a tight focus. It's an open, relaxed, gentle focus. 
and you can place your mind on a certain thing. You can have a conversation with someone and your mind is not off in Lulu La La Land. You're right there present with the person, just like you were right there present with the sensations of the breath at the nostrils. So this technique teaches that. Um, yeah, but, but I'll stop there and see if you have any questions or feedback or what you think about that. <laughs> I think I, I think that's actually I think that's uh, I think I've been doing that more often not knowing that I'm doing that mm -hmm. when I'm, I'm, I'm meditating um, because there is a point where I get I get to a point where I don't where I feel me but don't feel me mm-hmm mm -hmm. there's a very much a, a process of disassociation and that's gonna happen and you kind of want to go with that you know you want to go with that and so don't even shy away from calling it what it is you know because what it is is um as the mind focuses on this one thing it remember it's becoming single pointedly focused so all other stimuli cease to are going to cease to come up so that means they're not going to be registering it's not firing anymore. So at a certain point, all of those things drop away. That's the mind beginning to settle. Those stimuli cease to come into the spaces of the mind. And when they do, they come in and they pass very quickly. And you're more just resting in this space of awareness. Um, so there is going to be um, a, a dissolving of the body a dissolving of the physical body it does a, you're not gonna feel it there will come a point in time where you can sit and rest the body you'll rest your body comfortably mm -hmm. drop into it drop into your breath drop into your gaze and it will just all nice and easy flow away nice and open just like that okay is that Terrell Designs that joined? Welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, so uh, before I lose my focus, because uh, even your, your voice is very meditatively moving, can I tell you? <laughs> because I, um, I will say that while I was listening to you taking it in, my, I, could, I did not feel my breath. I know, breathing, mm -hmm. but also the my heartbeat wasn't the loudest thing in my body. Mm -hmm. It is when I'm doing my podcast because I start out very kind of nervous. Yeah, I yeah. Know, the nervous excitement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Through like maybe the first, I don't know, 10 minutes, I can hear my heart mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is it's almost as loud as the questions that I'm asking other people or listening to them talk. Mm -hmm. And this is like the first time that I've actually focused on you speaking and actually not hearing all the, the, the inward clutter. And not to say my heart is cluttered, but you know, it's mm -hmm. not as loud and it's more calming. So my next question was, can you combine uh, meditation processes together are there some that you can can do together as as um that they can layer on top of each other like could you do breath work and um can you okay 
I got the the question. I'm just letting source tell. At, uh, mm -hmm. If you were to do uh, uh, MFT, did I say that right? EFT. Oh, yeah, EFT. Um, if you do that, and right before you uh, go to sleep, can you lucid dream? Can you combine those two? Um. So you can use EFT to support your lucid dreaming practice. And um, it's very interesting because I did a workshop on this with a lady named Haley Lynn. Her name is The Lucid Mystic on YouTube. So if anyone here is taking notes or, you know, paying very close attention, if you're interested in this, um, I just want to make sure I'm, you know, highlighting it so you can be prepared because I'm going to tell you exactly where it is. But um, her name is The Lucid Mystic on YouTube, and she has a, a live that her and I did together, and it's on EFT for lucid dreaming. And I think it's about at least an hour, if not an hour and a half. And I talk about EFT and what it is and how I personally use EFT for my lucid dreaming practice. And I can talk about that here if you don't mind, if, if that's what you're asking me for. Yeah, but I, okay. I was, I, I, because I, I know that there are several different, different um, medical, pra medical meditational practices. Mm -hmm. And I, I, me, myself, I wanted to know which practice is good for... Uh, lucid dreaming, or just, you know, remembering your dreams, you know. Um. Okay, let's just talk about lucid dreaming and dream work for a bit then, just for a okay. moment. Then. Um, I, the, I love this because this, once again, this was my first practice, if you want to call it, and even before I knew what a practice was, you know, lucid dreaming is very near and dear to me, and it has completely shifted the way that I view life and reality and just everything. Um but a good way to begin remembering your dreams and this is the first step i feel like of any type of dream work is to increase your dream recall is to keep a dream journal and um if anyone is interested in this i have a a youtube video on the i think it's called the most powerful way to keep a dream journal um and I'm going to try to remember all of the resources. I'm actually going to make, I'm going to take notes because I want to, when I, I like to give resources clearly, as you all can see, and even, you know, from the books I have, I'm, my computer's right here. So, um, a lucid dreaming dream journal technique. Was there another video that I, oh, I said um, EFT for dream work workshop? Yeah. Okay. I'll find that one. Okay. So all of these, what I'm going to do is all of the resources. If anyone is watching this live, just send me a DM after this is over. And all you have to do is say resources. And I'm going to find all of the links to all of the videos. And I'll just copy and paste and send it to you. So you can just find whichever one, you know, anyone feels like they would like, you know, further information on. But, right. um, and 
uh, also, if you're asking questions in the comments and the comments are like really scrolling and we're talking, would you put them in the question box? Mm -hmm. And then I will uh, give the question because I, I think uh, Epi, uh, I think he, she told me her name, EP, I said, when is the best time to practice tapping? And uh, uh, is it... Er see they asked a question uh, yeah i see i see you can the you can practice eft tapping at any time anytime you know you want if you want to practice it for lucid dreaming yeah i think that if you have a good lucid dreaming practice already going if you have a before bed practice it would be useful to insert it there if you are practicing wake back to bed or perhaps wake back to bed with mild or wild then when you're doing this process your wake back to bed process you can also insert it there i do that there for my personal um dreaming practice um also epipilos you asked about yoga nidra classes so epipilos what i want you to do is um i have a workshop called the dark art self-care series and it's all about yoga nidra and lucid dreaming and metaphysical practices related to sleep and dream and um, if you tap the link in my bio, you're going to see the registration link. And I'll also tell people about this if you DM me resources. But that's where I'm currently actively practicing Yoga Nidra and teaching. It's in that container in the Dark Art Self-Care Series. So just tap the link in my bio and look, look for it there. Ruta Crown says, hi, Fifi. Ruta Crown says, what is the most asked question you get from people when they first embark in your uh, your tapping practice I, actually i honestly never get many questions about tapping um i think that when i teach it maybe we should do a little tapping here um but when i teach it i just really try to teach it in a hands-on approach so i mean we do it right then and there so i kind of eliminate all of the questions i find that through virtual learning and teaching and virtual engagement it's important to have very clear instructions. And I'm just, I try to always just be a very down to earth person, just a regular person. So I'm going to give it to you in a way that you're going to understand what I'm talking about. We're going to do it. We're going to do it together. I'm going to ask if you have questions, you know, but I think EFT tapping in itself is actually very, very simple in comparison to other techniques. For example, like lucid dreaming. If we're comparing EFT and lucid dreaming, well, there are going to be a million billion questions about lucid dreaming, oh. not as many about EFT. And my first question about lucid dreaming is, I don't even know. Uh, my thing is, how do I identify if I'm, I'm doing it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because sometimes so, it is lucid dreaming where it feels really real? Because sometimes I feel mm -hmm. like I've gone into another dimension, mm -hmm. you know, as far as... Mm -hmm. As far as, and then I wake up going, wow, that felt really mm -hmm. real. What, what, you know, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I can only remember bits and pieces of it. Mm -hmm. you know? So when you wake up from your dream, before, before you woke up in your bed or, you know, where you woke up at. Mm -hmm. So before that event actually took place the events that took place in the dream world in the dream when you were there did you think that you were awake mm 
or did you think that it was like a real life? Yes, I thought that that was the place or the, the event that was happening was real. Mm -hmm. So this is not lucid dreaming. So okay. this is non-lucid dreaming. So lucid, the word lucid, the way we're meaning this means having the knowing that you're dreaming while you're dreaming oh. so if you were in the dream and you knew that this entire makeup was a dream okay. then we would be then we would be cooking with some grease you know we would we would some things would be going going Okay. But if we're typically, and I like to explain like this, if you're in a dream, you're in your kitchen, a tiger comes from around the corner and you get really scared and you're running, you're in a non-lucid dream because you're probably running because you think that you're actually in your kitchen. You think a tiger is actually coming around the corner and you fear for your life in this moment. Okay. A lucid dream would be you in the kitchen. You turn around, the tiger's coming towards you, and you probably would maybe laugh, or you wouldn't panic, or you would do something, maybe change the tiger into a little kitten. Or maybe because you would know that this is a dream kitchen, you would know that this is a dream tiger. You could feed yourself to the tiger. You could feed yourself and allow the tiger to maul on your body, regrow a new body, and feed that body to the tiger as well. And, you know, then we would be headed somewhere. You know. Okay. Okay. So then I've had two two types because I've had dreams where I'm just sitting on, literally, um, once it was like on on a beach, not here. And I don't think it was a, a beach on this planet because the you know everything was different. There were a couple of moons and and, and you know the whole yeah. sitting on the on this what looked like a beach. On a couple of rocks, I had my lioness one side and my crocodile or whatever it was on the other side. And we were just having this conversation back, uh, uh, back and forth, you know. And um, then I said, uh, you know, the, the lioness and the crocodile said, okay, time to go by. And I went, okay, later, you know, that kind of thing. Now, I woke up easy breezy from that. Mm -hmm. That was, I didn't wake up up in a shock situation mm -hmm. kind of like it was like oh it's over you know that kind of thing kind of like well could i i kind of wanted to go back to sleep it because hey i was oh, having fun yeah and go back in and... yeah mm -hmm. you know i at least had one i think lucid dream but the other non-lucid dreams where i don't know i'm dreaming yeah and you think it's a oh you think it's real life yeah, yeah. So yeah. there are ways that you can cultivate lucidity within the dream state. Mm -hmm. um, and um, gosh, you know, I just, so many of these are so many wonderful questions. And clearly I like to rattle on and on and on. Um, we just don't have enough time for me to give detailed instructions. But once again, on my YouTube channel, if anybody is watching this, if you don't mind, um, if anybody, if anybody's watching this, all of the things, if you go on my YouTube channel, literally I have playlists dedicated to certain techniques. I have a playlist dedicated to EFT. I have a playlist dedicated to journaling activities. There's a playlist dedicated to 
um, guided meditations and yoga nidra. There's a playlist dedicated to lucid dreaming, how to have lucid dreams. There's a playlist dedicated to meditation, different types of meditation. What is the practice and what are you doing and what are the techniques? And, you know, so let's, of course, let's continue talking, but I'd like to make sure that people, if they have an interest in something, that they can, you know, find that information and all of that information is there. There's all that information is there, but you can cultivate lucidity in the dream state, which leads us back to another question that you asked that we actually got on a tangent and, yeah. and left. But the first step is cultivating good dream recall, because if you can't remember the dream, then it doesn't matter if it was lucid or not. You're not going to remember the experience. So what was the whole point? Right. So you can keep a dream journal. Um, and so check out that video on my YouTube channel, The Most Powerful Technique to, for a Lucid Dreaming Journal or a Dream Journal, something like that. Okay. Um, but you want to just start keeping a dream journal. And sometimes people are like, okay, well, I don't remember a dream at all. How am I supposed to write down my dreams if I don't remember any? But you can write down anything. In the beginning, say worst case scenario, you don't remember anything. You can just date and title and you can write all i saw was black but tomorrow i will remember my dreams or you can say i don't i didn't remember any dreams from last night but i promise i will remember my dreams for tomorrow i'm committed to remembering my dreams tomorrow sometimes you may wake up with just a feeling so you say i don't remember what i dreamt about but i woke up feeling excited like something exciting exciting just happened right. sometimes you may just remember a face i don't remember anything but i remember i think i saw my dog's face i saw my i think i saw my dog's face tomorrow i am committed to remembering more of my dreams do it that way and then as the material picks up whether it's images whether it's symbols whether you wake up with an emotion or a vague feeling just write it down Okay. Just write it down and, and do it every day. If you date and title and if you follow the instructions in that video and you do it every day, I guarantee, honestly, you could go from remembering no dreams to remembering more than one, two dreams per night very easily within a two-week period. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, there was, a, was there another question? That's what I was going to say. I felt like people were asking questions. Don't forget, Sandra said to, if you have questions, put them in the question bubble so she can easily find yeah. them um, because the chat was just rolling. <laughs> rolling. But I have a, okay. Okay, so Ruta Crown says, uh, what's your YouTube channel name? Higher Alignment, the same as my Instagram, as well as if you tap the link in my bio, then um, all of my resources are there. You'll have to tap the link and scroll down a little bit and you'll find it. But if you go on YouTube and type in Higher Alignment, you'll find the channel as well. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You I, I was, I'm gonna say, I think Source had me wake up that morning just to, just to like, you, you need to check in with this. Mm -hmm. And literally it was like, the first thing I, I don't do is pick up my phone and do uh, any of, you know, I do all the, you know, wake up and, and whatnot. And uh, so it's just kind of like my phone just kind of lit up. 
higher alignment going going uh, going live and i went oh really okay tap on it it was like uh, this you were already in the session mm -hmm. i know that you the the business i was hoping i would catch you doing the uh the little business first you know oh so I yeah in the mornings i try not to do that when i do meditation simply because i know some people are like going to work or getting their kids ready or you know people I'm, i try to make some things very short and accessible for people who are on the go you know so in the morning i want to just hit the meditation let's do it have a great day and get off to a good start to work or school or your day so i try not to like diddle daddle or talk too much and so i tell people hey this is the time we're meditating come ready to roll because we're gonna hit it and get yeah. keep it moving but i'm uh, glad that you were able to come <laughs> great. could could uh can you, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, freeze that into, uh, uh, he got your YouTube up there, and I wanted him to pin it. Can he pin it in, in his? Uh, oh, can he? I think you have to pin it. Oh, yeah, you have to click on it and hold it down. Okay. And I think it's without the at sign. I think it's YouTube.com slash higher alignment. It could be with the at. I'm not sure. Um, but you can pin it. And once again, if you tap the link, in my, if anybody taps the link in my bio, there's an option that will take you directly to my YouTube. I learned something new today that I could pin it. Hey, you, know? you did it. And now you know. You know, but yeah, definitely. I was so glad that I, I tuned in into that, you know, for the breath, breath work. Because I usually do that when I take my meditational baths and mm -hmm. I do 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 the breath but i do the i i do the breath first and then i start focusing in on like i said my 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 body as my focus mm -hmm. you, i know what they focus on they'll have a candle mm -hmm. or uh, mm -hmm. some people use something visual some people look at something remember once again we have that object of attention so sometimes it's not the breath another thing that i think i'm not sure if you said it or someone else said it but the rising and falling of, oh you said the going from place to place in the body at first it made me think about um you said meditating on your foot and just the energy in the foot right um there's a technique called asanga's method and in asanga's method he interprets the instructions of because all of these different mindfulness of breathing are interpretations of the instructions allowing the body to breathe the breath there's more to it but it's basically people trying to interpret what was meant when it was said the body breathes the breath so for some people this means the sensations of the breath at the nostrils that's what the Theravadans think a sangha interprets this as meaning settle your body in its natural state and focus on the breath anywhere that's in the body. So if I'm focusing on the foot, the sensations of the breath at the place of the foot, that's what Asanga says. So, you know, in Asanga's method, instead of settling the body, settling the speech, settling the mind, and then shifting the focus of attention to the nostrils, we settle the body, speech, mind, and then we shift the focus of attention just to the entire body itself 
and and probably in the beginning i would say for a beginner someone who's interested in this technique any place where you're feeling the breath and the body the strongest that's probably where i would settle my attention to make sure that i'm able to know where i am focusing mm -hmm. and be able to hold my attention there especially if another thought or a memory sensation emotion comes along whatever it is, you know, to be able to know where I'm coming back to. And then once I get more proficient, maybe explore other parts of the body and detect the sensations of the breath there. Maybe it's a part of the body where it's more subtle. So it's going to take more focused awareness to be able to zone in on that sensation at that place. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... I'm kind of sort of almost there. Now I just need to fine tune it then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just say, you know, I'm pretty sure you already have, but you know, have just a structured meditation practice. Always recommend at least 20 minutes a day, twice a day for people who are, you know, like beginning and are from the Western culture, you know, from our culture and saying, you know, I really want to get into this 20 minutes a day, twice a day, every day because there are going to be days where your practice is going to be good where it's going to be bad you're going to learn so much um but doing it every day is going to allow you to develop those skills and to really develop a consistent practice where you are able to develop those skills so say you wanted to practice a sangha's method say you wanted to use that you could just practice a sangha's method for 20 minutes twice a day Say you want to do the Theravada method, the mindfulness of breathing, the Theravada method. Do that method for 20 minutes twice a day. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, um, you know, it, I'm so glad to talk to you because at least I know I'm on the right track mm -hmm. and now I can fine-tune fine it. Uh, uh, my Saving Grace says that she, she, uh, she does it in the bathtub like I do. I do. Um, uh, I, I, I seem to really... Um, uh, meditate really well with water water mm -hmm. yeah many people do many people do a lot of people meditate by the beach or the lake or a body of water or in water um so yeah yeah whatever you have to do to make the practice easier for you i say do it <laughs> yes because she puts her head in in under the water uh, and her ears um mm. so that she can uh listen to the sounds of her mm -hmm. breathing mm -hmm. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, because you really can hear your breathing a lot better under the water. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I think, uh, let's see, Shay Hill says, uh, uh, I'm glad to be here. Definitely will be watching your YouTube videos. Oh, so. thank you. Yes. And if anyone has any questions, of course, um, you know, just reach out to me. I'm, I'm a very, I try to my best to respond to all of my DMs. So if you don't feel like I'm a person who you can't reach out to, I will definitely respond back. <laughs> so. He definitely will. I, I guarantee you. And especially once you get started, you know, <laughs> if you've got your email address, he's going to email you when, when certain things happen, mm -hmm. when certain, um, uh, uh, Pro, you know his he's got his projects and his he's really on it he's on top of it thank you i and he, appreciate he, it and you take care of you you take care of us i try right? my best to i try <laughs> um i see uh in the comments uh the choice of of new york asked uh sandra do you uh 
uh, do healing work. Yes, I do healing work through my, uh, my uh, light language. It's, um, mm. it's not me. It's, I'm just the body and I'm just the vessel. Mm -hmm. I, I, I allow source to utilize me uh, to do healing work. So um, I'm, uh, I'm new at it mm -hmm. because I'm finding my light language. Mm -hmm. I'm like a little toddler, but I'm loving it. Mm, no. I love that phase of, you know, our journey as well, you know, yeah. the newness and the adventure and the excitement. Yes. Um, who else? Uh, I agree. I would do this in the sea. Oh, she would. Uh, hey, the ocean, the best mm -hmm. conductor of, of them all. Mm -hmm. Mother Nature goes straight mm -hmm. to the source, right? Um, oh, what is that? I can I can tell spirit is present with you thank you thank you mm -hmm. i gave prayer i you know what when you have uh when you we all have a free will and i chose mm -hmm. my free will to be source's free will source gave it to me and i give it back i just surrendered mm -hmm. oh um let's see uh i i'll keep asking the questions you've got this man we've got him for a not, we've got him for an hour and it's 444 <laughs> over here at west coast time so ask the questions if you um, have any questions let me know if not i mean i can continue to talk about topics that we've already talked about yes. i can give more detail okay um let's talk about your jewelry oh let's crystal jewelry i should have actually i have a box of things here i can show yeah, so also on my website, hieralignment.com, I have um, crystal jewelry. I have a lot of metaphysical products. They're all handmade. I'm just... So in my uh, little jewelry box, I keep the pendants, but I don't keep them on chain. So I don't have... Uh, maybe I have a few chain examples, but most of these are going to just be pendants. This is one that I was actually really, really happy with. Um, so this is a, a black obsidian, double terminated at the bottom, and it has a gold chain obsidian accent. It's a rose cut. It has some nice weaving on the side, a nice little pattern. And this would be on a necklace, so like, uh, you know, a chain mm -hmm. with this one. Um, but I hand make all of my jewelry. Let's see, what is this one? So this what does obsidian do? Obsidian, so um, very interesting. I'll give you two different, and I do this often. I'll give you two very opposite opinions about this. Um, and then, you know, people can pick what they want to pick and, you know, to do what they want to do. Um, mm -hmm. Typically, black crystals are said to make protection, that they absorb negative energy, just like ab black absorbs the light. So they're able to absorb and suck in the negative energy from the environment or people or, you know, whatever around them. Mm -hmm. um, so you'll find that most black crystals, when you look up the metaphysical properties, they're going to say, you know, cleansing and clearing and removes negative energy from the environment or removes negative energy from the person. Person, they're going to say something like that. Okay. Um, now, my uh, completely opposite opinion of that is I try not to go always with the metaphysical meanings of the crystals that are like online or things like that, um, because I do think that the meanings are taken from 
the chakra system. So people are taking the colors from the chakra system, applying it to the crystal and saying, this is what the crystal means. But I don't necessarily think that's true. So for example, in dream yoga, the throat chakra is the chakra for dreaming and lucid dreaming in particular. And in dream yoga from the Tibetan culture, this chakra is red. In the system that many people think about when you think about chakras, the throat chakra is blue. So this always calls into my mind, you know, say I wanted a crystal for lucid dreaming or dream work. Well, typically people are going to say, well, use a blue crystal. But in this other system, that same chakra is red. And in this system, the root chakra is red. So it just calls into my mind various things. I think it just boils down to your personal belief system mm -hmm. and what beliefs are work harmonious with that person and that individual. That's what they should go with. But I always try to make my beliefs work the best for me in that, say, for example, I thought that I needed a citrine for money manifestation, but I don't have access to a citrine. Well, that belief is not going to benefit me. My The belief that I feel like would benefit me is any crystal that I use, I can use for money manifestation. So, you know, um, so I will say, you know, hey, I want to find a crystal for money manifestation. I already set that intention. And then I go out in the world and I just look for whatever crystal calls to me in that moment. And that's how I tend to make those associations and pick crystal tools, not by the metaphysical meanings, but just by my own intention. And even I think about like food and medication. Some people, they say a medication is supposed to work for you this way. You take it. And for some people, it works this way. For some people, they're allergic to that. It does not work for them. The same thing with foods. And I think the same thing with everything. There's no one size fits all. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's it's 8 billion people in the world, mm -hmm. almost 8 billion. And, and all of us unique in our own right. Mm -hmm. So what works for one person isn't going to work for another. Exactly. You can the, the you could say hey this helps me you could try it see if it does it for you mm -hmm. um let's see Do, is there a particular type of crystal that you like sandra you, you know um i just let me put it to you this way i'm just gonna be very frank with you mm -hmm. i do not know a lot about crystals and what they mm -hmm. they do i like they're pretty yeah me too <laughs> Um, this is a. Uh, we'll have to. I will have to say that when and when I was uh, in my twenties and thirties, my mm -hmm. favorite. I don't know if this is a stone or a crystal, but I always wore uh, a black opal. You know? Oh, maybe that's. A, yeah, opal is a very lovely crystal, and it, it. I think opals work really well with water. Um, I think that when you put the opals in the water they hydrate like they soak up the water and they become more flashy um that's what i was told by a, a crystal dealer who i got some opals from i have some but i haven't worked with them yet so maybe i will put them on my list yeah i wore what i just wore one until like uh my mother my mother told me so i it must have been in my 20s my mother told me you, you never you have to take it off <laughs> you have to take it off you know, it's like I slept with it. You know, mm -hmm. I shower. I showered mm -hmm. with it. You know, it's just 
it was part of me. Mm -hmm. You know, they serve you in that way. They do serve you. Yeah. I'll show just a few more. If you don't mind, I'll show just a few yeah. more so I can put my little box down after. Um, this is a pendant. So, of course, this would be a necklace. But this is a lapis lazuli elephant carving with a gold sheen obsidian at the top. So, thank you. And the same nice weaving. This one is a carnelian with a Herkimer diamond. So, I kind of did a lot of these type of styles with stacks. This is a fairy quartz. Okay. Um, I also have like um, bracelets. So I have link bracelets. I like the link bracelets. This is a sunstone. All of mine have a magnetic clasp with a copper link chain. I think it makes it very easy for you to put a bracelet on by yourself. You know, a lot of times with that lobster clasp, you have to have someone help you yeah. so it clasps on its own it has this chain for safety so if you swing your arm or if the magnet does come undone it doesn't just go swinging you know you kind of have some you know a little bit of security so these are my um bracelets all of my jewelry once again is handmade um i make every single item <laughs> So, but yeah, here's a, a Dalmatian Jasper bracelet. That's beautiful. Well. Thank you. Yes, I've, I've, I looked this one up and it said that the Dalmatian Jasper encourages playfulness and joy and like working with your inner child. It's good for that, like inner child work, playfulness and joy. And um, so, yeah. Okay, so let's see. Uh, uh Grace says each person is different mm -hmm. and each are unique. Yes, true. Absolutely true. We're all unique. You know, we're mm -hmm. all are uniquely authentic. Um, Shay uh, says, I love lapis lazuli. Mm, lapis lazuli. Yeah, that's the um, elephant one. Yes. Mm -hmm. The blue. Yeah. This blue stone. Stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. And I have uh, two questions. So yeah. let's see. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Ac acu acu uh, no, adventuring mm -hmm. is, green, uh, is green. Reminds me of special Hindu god Ganesh. Is Ganesh? Ganesh, uh-huh, a Hindu god. I'm not very familiar with the Hindu gods. Okay, and let's see what the other one is. Mm -hmm. And I love green adventuring. It's a beautiful, okay. beautiful story. So uh, he says, moving into inner engineering by Sankaha meditation. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that meditation? So Sangha means a community. Typically, a Sangha is a group of people that you practice with. So I'm not sure if, sure if Sangha meditation just means that you're practicing meditation with other people, like a group meditation. Moving into in, inner engineering by Sangha meditation. I'm not sure what inner engineering is, though. Yeah. Do you believe in a chant such as Hare... Uh, it looks like mantras. I do believe in mantras. I do believe in mantras. They are also a type of meditation. 
um, objects of attention can also be mantras. So once again, they don't have to be just sensations in the body. They could be something that you're visualizing. It could be a mantra that you're saying. Um, there are many, many, many different types of objects of attention for meditation. Okay. All right. You guys keep asking us questions. Um, <laughs> oh, we, we got him in it, and he's got so much, he's got so much up there and in his heart. And his and and in his throat chakras, and we wanted to come out. So come on, ask these questions. If right? you have any questions, okay. let me know. I'm just here. You uh, do you have anything to read the show? Um, I have a whole box. I mean, I can continue to show things while people ask questions. Uh, someone said green. This is a malachite, so this would be for a necklace. You know, like the chain would go through here. Uh, I practice Kundalini yoga. I agree. Yes, Kundalini yoga. Oh. Oh, it's so beautiful. That is one that I'm hearing a lot about. Uh, a lot of people on their pages that do that. And mm -hmm. is Kundalini yoga about um, the movement of the body? You know, it's not a practice that I am familiar with, so I am not a creditable source um, okay. for this practice. Um, I do know that it is, so there are many types of yoga. Yoga just means to yoke or to stretch. Mm -hmm. And so it's dealing with this element in various ways. I don't know about Kundalini yoga. I know Kundalini is the serpent, uh, the serpent god. And this energy uh, is at the base of the spine in the sacral and the um, root chakra. And I believe the point of this type of yoga practice is to safely awaken that energy and allow it to manifest into the person's, you know, physical being and experiences, things like that. Um, so, um, but I don't know exactly what practices they are doing or how that is conducted or any, I just know a little, I know just the little, you know, Wikipedia blurb, I guess you can call it, but... Yeah. I don't practice it, so I'm not familiar okay. with it. So, let's see. Uh, Wayne says, uh, I like his calming voice. Do kunda, uh, kundalini breath work. He loves your voice. Thank you. And uh, uh, let's see. Grace asked me if I could uh, remove the comments temporarily while you're showing the, uh, the, uh, your jewelry. And then I don't know how to remove the comments. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll look and see if I can do that for uh, for a minute. Uh, but if, if you go to my website, I'm not sure who said that, but it, it all my jewelry is on my website. You can go to higheralignment.com, H I Y E R A L I G N M E N T. It's down, somebody pinned it. That's my YouTube. But if you just go to higheralignment.com, no www. Um, then um, you'll find it. And actually what I'm going to do is let me do it right now so I don't forget. For everyone who is here live, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a discount code and I'm going to give anybody who wants to purchase anything 15% um, off. And I'm going to make it Sandra's name in her honor and also make it easy for everyone to remember. So it's going to be Sandra15. Um, and let me quickly do that. Now, Sandra15, all caps, 15% um, off anything. And I'm going to put it, I'm going to put the end date till Monday. 
So any order in Sandra's honor now through Monday at 11.59 p.m., you will be able to get 15% off. Um, and just use her name, Sandra, all caps, 15, one word. So I'm doing that. And it's just hirelima.com, or you can once again tap the link in my bio, and all of my resources are there. YouTube, um, you know, website, courses, classes, private workshops, all of that good stuff. All that good stuff. <laughs> All that, and 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 he's not the Mister Big stuff that we're we're singing. Mister Big stuff, who do you think you are? <laughs> who he is? <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm not. And I'm and one of my things that I've always wanted in my business is to really impact people and to really just be a real person. You know, I feel like a lot of these tools and techniques, a lot of people don't talk about. A lot of people don't know about. Um, and they really can help you. They really help me shift and change my life in a very powerful way. And so I like to teach people not only how to um, practice the techniques, like not only how to have a lucid dream, there are plenty of YouTube channels that will tell you how to have a lucid dream. But I am very interested in teaching people how to lucid dream for personal development, how to lucid dream in order to make a positive transformation in your life or even like EFT or yoga nidra or anything that I teach. I'm very interested in teaching people the technique so that they have access to it, but also showing them how they can use this in a way that's very personal to them and that will allow them to make a powerful, positive transformation in their life. Thank you so much. for Thank you for bringing that uh, inspirational uh, uh, service uh, in community thank you thank no you thank you problem. thank you yes so um let's see i did have uh one more question yeah go ahead take a you know we're sitting here we're chatting i have my tea i'm sipping let's chat i there was a question that i wanted to ask you about um i'm trying to think of it now <laughs> we got uh, i had it at the very beginning Okay. Um, I wanted to ask, and this is about you and how you got started. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody has a, a uh, spiritual awakening moment. Thank you, Wayne. Right. Your calming voice reminds me of a singer. It's all destiny. That's, and I'm trying to think. Who, who is the singer? Who is the singer that he's, he's his voice reminds and it is Smokey Robinson. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is so funny. I have not gotten that one, but I very much appreciate it. Okay. So before I forget, um, of course, uh, it's called Soul Awakening with Sandra. That's, you know, and uh, 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 Soul Conversations with, with Sandra. It's, mm -hmm. it's about the soul. It's about awakening. It's about the, the conversations your soul has with you and where where did that start for you you know where did my work start or where do you feel like or what can you well where, where did where did your awaken where and when did your awakening begin and how did it um did what you do now was that part of that awakening process 
um, part of, you know, some people say, oh, I was called as there are mm -hmm. women. I, I, I heard the call. Mm -hmm. Have you already been doing this before your calling or? So my personal practices have been with me. Well, the first one, once again, was lucid dreaming. And even then, I wouldn't even call it a lucid dreaming practice because it would just happen to me spontaneously. So it would just happen. I didn't have any control over it. I didn't even know what it was. You know, I didn't even know it was a thing. It was just, it was just what was just going on in my life. I don't know. Um, so as I got older, I learned more about what that was and how to control it. Um, so I learned how to do that as I got older and I just used it in my own way. So I was never actually interested in teaching or doing anything. I was just living my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, like everyone else, I had good times. I had bad times. I moved away from my family when I was 18 and I had to make it in the world on my own, you know, just like many people. Um, and so I've had to deal with a lot of difficult situations and there were many times where these types of practices would come into my life and through one avenue or another and that these practices these different types of activities would nourish me and support me in a way that would allow me to cope in a healthy way um so after a while i really got started on i remember there was a book called the happiness project and i think the author i think her name is gretchen don't get me wrong but i do know the book is called the happiness project and it's about a one year journey you set up a year journey for yourself dedicated you dedicate each month of a year to something and you create a plan to dedicate your life kind of to that thing for that month and so you do it for a year and i ended up doing it for like three years um it just brought me so much structure and fulfillment and so much transformation i just began to live my life that way Mm -hmm. um, I learned a lot about systems and routines. I learned more practices. I learned more techniques. And so it was just my own, um, like you said, my own soul awakening journey. And then when the pandemic happened, before that, I actually studied voice and performance um, post um, getting out of college, post college later on in life, I studied voice and performance just for my own benefit for personal development goals, reasons that I wanted to um, come out of being shy, I wanted to learn how to express myself more. And I said, you know what, why not try vocal lessons and voice and performance. So I did that. Um, and it was a period of my life, I was going around, I would go to like little, you know, clubs, jazz clubs, and you know, places like that, and sing open mics and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic happened, all of that got shut down very quickly, because all of the venues were shut down. So it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do? And people kept telling me, you should be a life coach, you should be a life coach. But in, in, in actual real life, I'm a very private person. I'm very introverted. And I just don't like people in my business like that. You know, if I could just be, you know, like that, that's how I am in the world. Right. And I'm interested in a lot of mystical, just odd things. So that's not always something that I feel like just telling everybody and just, you know, putting everybody, you know, so... When people were like, um, you should be a life coach, I'm like, no, I don't want to be in people's business. I don't want to be telling people what to do or anything because I don't like people doing that to me. 
then the pandemic happened and I was like, you know what? I went to an academy. I got my certification in professional life coaching. I was like, let me just see what it's talking about. Right. I got my certification then in instructional design from the University of Illinois. And that is about adult learning methodology. So different ways to teach adults, um, you know, whatever you want to teach in a way that they'll be able to absorb and uh, obtain the information. Um, so that was really gave me the foundations of like all of the courses and the classes that I have and just being able to teach and do workshops and go live. So it kind of just started from there, started my Instagram account and I just started to share, you know, what I do and um, start to really develop my business and just it took off from there. It took off from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But all the put all the intention and 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 uh, uh vibration behind it and it just kind of yeah yeah 100 percent. and it could be for anybody for any reason you know anything right 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 i'm glad i remembered that because that question is like this is why i have the uh the the pages because um it's not because i want to know people's business but mm -hmm. i love to hear their their spiritual journey mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um some people it's it's a, a spiritual journey and they only utilize it like like religion mm -hmm. that's my you know my 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 walk with god and that's that and then you know but i like to hear do you take it anywhere else do mm -hmm. you allow it to flower anywhere mm -hmm. else in, mm -hmm. in uh in your life you know mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely things so um, I'm glad I remembered that because you're a very interesting young man. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, we, uh, I promised it would all, it was only going to be. A, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're uh, fine. I, I, I do feel that there are some people that want to ask some questions and, and it, it, source is telling me somebody in the, in this room is holding back. So if you've got a question for yeah. him, and go ahead. If you have a question, if anyone has anything else you want to know, I know my business and what I do is very multifaceted. Um, once again, what I would encourage people to do, if you are interested in, in what I do and, um, you know, practicing, the first thing that I would say is the first thing that also came up today. Um, and I think it was Epipilos asked about this, but the, for Yoga Nidra. But be sure to check out Sacred Sunday Space. Our next session is actually this Sunday at 12 noon Eastern. And it typically goes for about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. And that also goes along with the Dark Arts Self-Care Series. So both of these programs are private self-care workshops that I host through Zoom. They are no cameras. And the reason that is, is so people can feel comfortable coming as they are. However you look, however you look in the moment, if your hair is done, if it's not done, it's not about that. Um, so both of those programs are private self-care workshops. So what I do is I create about an hour long self-care practice that we go through together. And it includes different metaphysical activities. We do journaling, we do yoga nidra, we do EFT, we do shamatha meditation. Each session has a theme. So um, there are, the activities are themed, there's for a specific purpose, but it gives people a chance to engage with these tools, but to also have 
uh, a place to hold themselves accountable. Sometimes people say, oh, I want to meditate or I want to do this, but then they don't make the time to. So I've already carved out that time and that space. All you have to do is show up. We're going to be here practicing, doing what we're doing. So if someone wants to come, then um, you can. And all you have to do, once again, is tap the link in my bio. And I think it's the first option. I think both of those are actually under option number one. So you can check those out. Sacred Sunday Space and the Dark Arts Self-Care Series. All of the information is there. Just tap the link in my bio, select option number one. Mm -hmm. um, also, don't forget about the YouTube. On YouTube, I have tons of how-to videos, tutorials, activities, exercises. So those are all there for you all as well. And then um, higheralignment.com is where the crystal jewelry is. And I created that code Sandra15 that Miss Sandra has pinned right there in the comment section for everyone. So that's going to give you 15% off your order in her name um, oh. through Monday at 11.59. My dog. <laughs> I have two of them. Oh, really? When they start, you know, they're, they're the, the loudest thing in the room. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Um, oh. But yes, those are what I have for you. And of course, if anyone has any questions, as always, just send me a dm send me a message i try to be you know just like this i'm very down to earth i try to be very responsive if you're looking for a resource if you're looking for help if you just have a question if you just want to chat just send me a message send him a message guys <laughs> he, he he's giving you an open invitation to just be you just and you. come to the table asking not not wanting to feel like there's nothing wrong with not knowing what you need for yourself mm -hmm. and asking somebody so that they can give you suggestions. And then you get to make an, a, 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 a choice from the infinite mm -hmm. possibility, right? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's okay to, uh, you know, go down Alice's rabbit hole and look at the infinite mm -hmm. possibilities. It's really okay. You know, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, your egoic mind might not want you to go to cross that that boundary line that it's set up for itself but once you cross it there's a plethora of people that's got some wonderful stuff for you. <laughs> some wonderful experience <laughs> yes i agree i agree thank you so much miss sandra for inviting me on here it has been wonderful a great conversation very eye-opening and i loved all of your questions it got me to think a little bit deeper about you know the different things that i do and how to explain things in a different way yeah um i found uh, through uh, because i read on uh i i read i'm reading this book um uh, by eckhart tolle and i read it uh, uh tuesdays wednesdays and thursdays mm -hmm. it's mag it, it, there are just many things that I did not know about our ego mm -hmm. that keeps us from, um, you know, stepping out and finding things that are, are unique and different for, mm -hmm. for that actually help us get in touch or uh, become in tune mm -hmm. with us. Mm -hmm. um, especially if we've got, especially if we look at life and go, oh, my life is so just chaotic and rigid and and you know uh, uh, I, I, I'm a sailor so I'm mm -hmm. going to use the word shit just feels wrong you know mm -hmm. and 
and we hear people say, oh, if it's uh, outwardly bad, then you have to go inward. So mm-hmm. what's in, what's in is out, what's out is in. And, and sometimes we hear people say that, but we don't understand it. And you've got to know that there are people here that um, can give you that information and they're giving it to you freely. It's like having mm-hmm. a, you know, your best, best friend walking in your house and sitting down at the table and just ha- you having a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And it's not yeah. just about social media. Mm-hmm. It's not just someone trying to, yes, people have to make money. Yes, they have a, a career, but source is going to lead you to those people that yes, they're going to make money, but they're also doing it because they are called to service, to in service, to be part of the soul community. Mm-hmm. That's and that mm-hmm. that's why I created Soul Awakening with Sandra. I, I love that because you open open people up to so much more, and even by interviewing people like me. Um, you say even someone isn't interested in what I'm doing at all, but seeing this person and that person and hearing this story and hearing that story, it just shows people, you know, I can step out and try something different. I can step out and try something new. You know, it doesn't have to be what Aaron is talking about. It doesn't even have to be what Sandra is talking about, but I can find something new for myself. I can, and maybe there's something that I wanted to explore but I felt a little fear or a little you know I'm not sure but seeing uh, seeing Sandra's platform you know makes me feel like you know what let me take let me let me just try it and see you know so I I appreciate what you do and the service that you provide as well because you're not just doing it for you you're doing it for everyone and it creates it makes it beneficial for everyone on everyone's part it that's what I'm called source aware whatever you call your higher power I'm I'm there to uh be of service to my higher mm-hmm. power I'm the vessel mm-hmm. and and if somebody needs uh, I know somebody had asked me um a, a question on um on one of my lives and I didn't have an answer. I, I, I told him, I said, you know, that's not my area of expertise. And as I, you know, I, but I'm going to find that information for you. And as I was saying that, um, uh, inward, uh, Oh God. I'm, I'm trying to think of now I drew a blank inward. Oh God, I forgot her, 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 name it's uh indiana inward indiana inward yes that's her that's her uh her uh handle mm-hmm. she popped in and she was the one with the the information um that was needed it was like this is what we what we do to uh, help service other people is well i don't know i'm not going to answer that question to to appease my ego I'm going to go, well, let me find out that information and, and uh, uh, get you to that person who has better sense of, you know, if you want to know about uh, natural herbs or, I think they were asking me a question about natural mm-hmm. herbs. Not know. And Indiana N-word came into the room as I was, uh, as I was uh, saying, I'm going to find out that information for you or, or 
get someone who can give you that information. And she came in the room and it was like, she's here. Let me, I, let me request you to come on live and answer the questions. The synchronicities. Yes. Synchronicities, you know, mm -hmm. all about the law of attraction and what you're going to ask for. Um, if we don't, uh, now I've got it. Source gave it to me. If we don't take care of our body, which is what meditation and, and or, you know, because I came from a very Baptist background. Mm -hmm. My Baptist background was when you pray, you pray for other people. Mm -hmm. You don't really necessarily pray for yourself and ask for yourself, right? So um, in learning um, to, to meditate and learning to hold space, I've learned that I can put myself first and God's not going to be mad at me. You know, I, I can um, um, I can um, uh, learn how to um, service myself. Mm -hmm. so that and it's a requirement, you know, yeah. there's no honestly, a lot of people, even in what they call it, uh, spiritual bypassing, a lot of people try to override their ego or like discount it or something like that. But even on this journey, if you want to call it spiritual, that's a, a lot of people call it their spiritual journey. Transcendence doesn't mean skipping over. It means it, it transcending does mean transcending, but you include it and transcend it. So it's like when you're going from age eight to nine to 10, you don't skip over age nine to get to 10. When you're 10, you're not, you're still nine. You didn't just, you're just not a nine anymore. Right. You know, it's it's included in there, but you transcend and go higher. Right. So it, it, it's not, a, a lot of people feel like their ego is the problem. You have to learn how to take care of yourself before you can truly take care of someone else. Oh. And you have to learn how to give yourself compassion and understanding. And when you do that, then you're able to really offer that to other people because a lot of times it's difficult dealing with other people. It's difficult de dealing with other people's energies and things like that. And sometimes we can get into this place of playing the blame game or being upset or reacting. But one thing that I always like to remember is I'm like, you know what? I'm not perfect myself and I know what I have done and what I have said that I regret out of being in a state of fear or anger. So when I'm able to offer myself that compassion and take care of myself, then when I see someone else, what I call doing their thing or acting up, instead of me taking it some kind of way, I can say, you know what? I can offer them some compassion and some understanding because I see that they may be in a state of fear or anger in the way and what's going on right now may not be an accurate representation Right. Of, you know, and the, but the only place we truly ever get to that place is if we can offer that to ourselves and if we can take care of ourselves and become very familiar with that. And then we are able to have something to offer to the world. Um, right. So there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself when, you know, in, in the ways that we need it most. Right. I, I, I figure for me, that was the first step and and getting to know me mm -hmm. is 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 finding um allowing myself to pull back the layers and finding the love that was already there the love that uh the unconditional mm -hmm. love that i was mm -hmm. born the unconditional born, love, exactly. born 
aware. I was born full of the energy of uh, the uh, of source uh, or, uh, or your higher power, whatnot. We all have it in us. All eight billion of us. Mm -hmm. We're all uh, uh, truly unique in 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 um, at the same time part of the law of one. We're mm -hmm. we're collectively the law of the universe. You mm -hmm. know the. Whatever, you know, some people call it uh, their higher power of the universe or, mm -hmm. or almighty God or whatnot. And uh, for me, I'm not, uh, I've finally got to the point where I don't have to judge it. Mm -hmm. It just is. Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter whether you're Jehovah's Witness or you're, you're born again Christian or, uh, 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 you know, Buddha consciousness or you're following Jesus consciousness or, or whatnot. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. And someone mm -hmm. else decides they want to change mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. right exactly i just finally went uh, it's okay for me to believe that all paths lead back to source mm -hmm. and there uh there are uh individuals um within our growth that are there uh to help us through it mm -hmm. yeah. and there are different different people need different things have different experiences and everything does not work for everybody and that's perfectly okay. You know, we find what works for us and we stick to that. And then even in that, we find our communities, we find, you know, so much in that. But, you know, there are going to be different people do different things. And when someone does something different or when they think something different, that's perfectly okay. Because we're all really working towards pleasure and trying, we're trying to make the best of our life that we can and really, you know, move forward and away from anything that we feel like is painful or struggle, struggling. So we all have that in common. We all have that common desire towards increased well-being, whatever that well-being looks like for you. Right. Exactly. And uh, Melissa says, uh, I love the way she says it. It is so liberating once we know that we can freely ask without fear of repercussions like the old ways of limiting uh, beliefs and, and fears. And, mm -hmm. and that's the whole thing is our egoic mind is, is it's pre it's a pre it's a pre uh, uh, program that's uh, on a pre-recorded loop of, you know, fight, flight, or resist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just automatic. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a software package that our minds created to make sense of 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 the fact that it was conscious mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and at the time that our 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 souls were still uh veiled a little bit because it we hadn't started to have free will movement in our in our in our uh our our life situations that uh started peel pulling back layers of our soul so our soul could say, oh, I remember, I recall where I came from. Mm -hmm, I recall, mm -hmm. you know, and some people are going to say it's heaven and some people are going to say it's uh, the realm of absolute. It doesn't matter what it's called. Your soul is uh, your body, mind, and soul are creator. They are mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. creator that's moving through, uh, moving in and as you, mm -hmm. you know, and the, the great thing is we get to you know we get to try everything on for size mm -hmm. and if it, it, it just like a you you try on the size seven boot and you go oh that fits a little snug and mm -hmm. then you try on size seven and a half and you go wow 
there's a little bit of wiggle room in there. Mm -hmm. I like you mm -hmm. get a choice. You're still a size seven mm -hmm. in, in, in the realm of whatever it's called. And, and you get to make those choices. And when you start to make those choices, whether they're good or bad, whether they feel great or not, your soul starts to say, ah, I remember why I'm having this human incarnation. You know, I've come here to play. And mm -hmm. we as beings decided, we, we decided to make it all about work. Yeah, right? so now <laughs> When we start to love ourselves, then we realize that play is okay, even mm -hmm. if we're at work. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. and, and I just love that. I just love that I um, got a story page where I can be like, take somebody go, oh, I like what he says. Let me put it on my story. And then mm -hmm. I these little, I'm, I'm learning how to use all these little icons and, you know. All the different features and yes, so much. And go, oh, and my soul is saying, oh, this is so fun. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like, I like what he says. I think more people should hear it. And, and, and learning how to go, oh, this is what marketing is about. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do marketing, but it's so fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I put the fun back in. Yes, and that's how you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, you, the moment you start, and it's not about, it's not about only loving yourself. It's about inspiring yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if you're inspired, then when you go out into the, into the, into your day, you're allowing that vibration of you to expand outward mm -hmm. and touch somebody. Uh, I I remember I used to uh, go to the Starbucks that I was at, and there was I would always smile at this homeless guy. Mm -hmm. I, do, I just would he would just make me smile. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, he would just make me smile. And he walked up to me one day and he says, "Do you know I love you coming here?" Mm -hmm. And I, "You do?" I said, are, are, do you know me?" I, I I'm sorry, I I don't know you. I don't know you. And he says, nope, I know you. I don't know your name, but we talk every day with our eyes. Mm. Right? And it's the inner, that inner mm. me. Mm -hmm. People I, pay attention I, and people can pick that up. They can, they know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they can, they can pick up the, the vibrational love that you have for yourself. And it's mm -hmm. not what we think is, you know, where people say, oh, you love yourself too much. You're, you're higher than you think you are. But it's not. If you don't love you, then you can't shine. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. if, if you don't love you, then you, you, you don't know to take care of yourself or, or find the best meditational plan for you. You don't know um, how to step outside of your comfort zones and, and say, it's okay if I try it and it's okay if I fail because you know what? I love me and I'm going to get up and try it again. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, man, it's like mm -hmm. so fun. It took, mm -hmm. well, I, I said I wasn't going to say this, but in the grander scheme of how, how old the universe could possibly be, I'm like a toddler, you know. Let's see. Um, uh, use no em emojis for over a year was very interested interesting experiment how people reacted without uh emotion oh showing emotion mm. well we could if we could start a whole nother conversation mm. about that because um if we have a society that says that it's okay women show emotion and, and men shouldn't you mm. know story you know
know, so uh, that we'll have to say for another, uh, we'll have to invite uh, Aaron back. Yes, definitely. Uh, Epi says uh, they can pick up a good heart too. 100%. Yes. 100%. 100%. Just like all of you in my room that have come to share information and, and allow um, Aaron to share his information and allow him to give his big, gorgeous smile and his wonderful heart. I thank you very much for coming and sharing um, uh, uh, our conversation today on meditation. Remember, check him out on his YouTube. Check him out on his, uh, his uh, bio. Uh, you know, click his links, you know, he's got something for everybody. He really does. Thank you. you just have to find what fits. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you for inviting me on here. Um, thank you everyone for all of your wonderful questions. It has been amazing speaking with you all. And it's good to find people who are, you know, interested in similar things as well. So once again, if you have any questions, just send me a DM and I will be here to assist you in any way that I can. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No so I am going to close this space. It's uh, 5.31 Pacific Coast Times, 5.31. I'm going to close this space right now with a 10845 for blessings that you all go uh, your way. You all continue to utilize your beautiful energy for great things, momentous things. Have a, have a thought. Have a mm -hmm. wonderful thought. Ask yourself, is this thought for my greater good? Is it for the greater good of those that I serve? And serving doesn't mean going just to work. Serving means family, community. Serving means serving yourself and loving yourself, right? So I want you to... Uh, uh, Take your energy and just allow it to expand and allow it to grow. Um, thank you very much for being part of this uh, uh, conversation. And uh, is there any, any last words that you want to say before we close? Just thank you and I appreciate it. And once again, um, my door is open for anyone who needs anything. I know I have a lot of resources and a lot of things going on. Um, but I gave those to you. But um, if you have questions, just feel free to reach out. It's perfectly okay. Perfectly okay. And as always, I save all my lives. They will be part of my bio. So anyone who came in and missed the first half, definitely go to my live and click on this, this, this video. And uh, just sit back and enjoy. Sit back yes. and enjoy. And then you'll, you'll be able to tap into his bio. And this young man... He's serving, he's serving with Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. So everybody have a blessed evening. Have a wonderful weekend. And see you uh, next Friday on Soul Conversations with Sandra, the podcast. Thank you. Have a great evening, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sandra. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Aaron.